Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Welcome to Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Two footy legends covering all things sport for Kia. The new Kia Nero electric SUV range has landed. Yes, hello and welcome to Sports Day. It's Wednesday night. It's grand final week. Uh, how many more sleeps, Sats, until... Eleven. There's four. Oh. Is there? Mm. I don't, you guys don't have afternoon sleep, so obviously. <laughs> <laughs> uh, welcome to another edition of Sports Day. It is a massive, massive show tonight. Of course, Sats and I in the Sports Day studio... Uh, and, of course, Badge of, is coming from his home studio. And tonight... Well, this was a tough one tonight. Oh, well, no, so it's choices. not. No, it's not. It's You're up oh. to X. And the only one I could think of is Bronson Cherry. That's obviously who the studio's named after. No. But he's banned. He's, yeah, banned. Well, he's, not banned. he's not allowed to be a studio. He's, mm. he's banned from studios and playing. That, yep. that was part oh. of his suspension. <laughs> is it? Uh, which was he was more disappointed in that than the fine and the, yep. the four years or whatever he <laughs> called. Uh, Anthony's Wereb, mm. former Panthers player too. He was Scotty. He was. So uh, did you come across Anthony's Wereb in your? No, I played coach? against him, but I, he wasn't there when I was there. Mm. Anthony's Wereb, outside back. And, um, and so yeah, Woogie, five points if you can spell his name. X U E. Uh, EB, you are you're on fire tonight. I am, mate. I am actually am on fire. Thanks for your help there, Sats. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Did he write it out? Yeah. No, he was oh. mouthing it. He was mouthing <laughs> it, and it was, it was actually quite attractive watching him uh, mouth that as well. So, hey, listen, oh, I said big played show, boys. Played for West as well. For he did season. too, yeah. Couple for the Panthers, yeah. Uh, as I say, message. Oh, look, if there's any other X's, let us know. 0477-736-736. Let us Did know. Did I mention on the you have to be line. an international? You have to be an international as well. Oh, what? can you? No. Do you? You don't. No, you, well, it helps. And he did play in 2005 for Malta. Okay. There Brilliant. you go. There you go. I can't Good think Mario. of any other X's, no, to be Mario quite honest. Tired by then. Yeah, can't think All of right, any sorry, X's. move on. Do don't you want to know what you... the big show is about tonight? Yes, I do, actually. Okay, we have Petro Sivanaseva coming on the show tonight. Petrol 70 Ooh. cents a litre. Litre. Yep, he's coming on, of course. Now, uh, Badge, can you tell the listeners how his actual name is pronounced? Um, wish, yeah. Yeah. Divinadeva. Divinadeva, yeah. I'm not going to say that to him because no. he might think I'm having a crack at him. No, yeah. he's told me that, actually. Yeah. Divinadeva. That's uh, the C's are pronounced as T-H. Mm. Is that right? And, uh, yeah, Divinadeva. Oh, that's it. I didn't know that. I don't think anyone knew that, did they? Petro does. Petro okay. does. Oh, good. And don't argue with Petro. No, not going to. Uh, also, the Australian women's cricket captain, Meg Lenning, the great Meg Lenning, joining us on the show tonight. She's outstanding. Hasn't she been an amazing captain? Yep. 
spoke to Alyssa Healy spoke last to. week about how she was given the, the captaincy at 21 and was a reluctant captain and is now, what, 29 years of age and is, uh, is overseeing a, you know, one, of our, one of our best our best national sporting teams. Well, they've got the big day-nighter starting tomorrow yeah. on the Gold Coast. Well, test match hopefully, too. there's some yeah, test match. There's some drama, isn't there, with the weather coming? It's looking pretty uh, pretty full-on as of tomorrow. Well, don't they say, Badge, if you want rain to come, wash your car or hold a cricket match? Yeah, mm. put on a test. You, you do that and it will rain. And also, the show doesn't finish there, guys. Mm. We have our third guest, and it's a guy, Badge, that um, you hold in very high regard, and a lot of people do in the rugby league world. Um, Sia Soliola uh, retired this week mm. and uh, we'll have a chat with the uh, the Canberra forward and uh, see what he's going to do in retirement. He'll be joining us before the show finishes tonight as well. So it's a big, big show, boys. Yeah. What a coincidence that we have him the same night as Petro. And I, I, I mentioned this last night, it just from the same milk, they're just the nicest guys off the field and full on. Brutes mm. on the field, aren't they? Yeah, mm. absolutely. They just rip in. But the nice, two of the nicest blokes I've ever come across. Uh, you can get, and, and see ya. You can get involved any time on the show. Oh four double seven seven three six seven three six. Now remember, uh, the other night at the Dally M's, uh, PVL had that slip up. Who was he? Who was he no, referring to? It wasn't a slip up. He was a. A player that's flown under the radar all year with the fans. He got one vote. Um, who was it Osh. again? Have a listen to this. Oshay Olay. Yep. Oshay, yeah. Yep. Josh Aloye. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but maybe Josh Aloye's name is like Petro Sivanaceva, Thivadaceva. That yep. might be the real way to pronounce his name. <laughs> maybe it is. Could be. But. Like Appy Corusau's Appy Corusau. Ah, yes. So it well, could no. be Josh Alloyer is really – maybe before the Dally M's, he said, listen, from this day forward, like Chance Nickel Clookstar, mm. I want to be called yeah. Oshay Ole. That's the way that my name <laughs> is pronounced. And you can tell the world. Well, or Mr. do you think Belandis. he just stuffed it up and maybe got him mixed up with someone else? No. I, we, we, you well, thought it might have been Usher, the song, singer, because well, he's a massive Usher, Usher the, fan, PBL. Usher but Badge didn't like that, did he? <laughs> and Badge doesn't <laughs> like Usher. Um, but I've heard that name before, and we were talking about this, and mm. I've heard this name before, and that Osha Ole, or mm. Ale, it's come up in uh, some shows and that. And In fact, the first RBT. one... RBT. RBT. Have, have a listen. This is where the name's come up before. Well, I'm just waiting for a mate, as I said. Who's your mate? Hey? Who's your mate? Osha Ole. Yeah. yeah. Okay, oh, I remember seeing that <laughs> yeah. that episode. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, and and remember right. that great movie with Russell Crowe, Gladiator. He Good was, movie. Yeah, he was in that movie with Rusty. Was he? How dare you show your back to me, slave? Will you remove your helmet and tell me your name? My name is Osha Ola. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> get it. I get it. Yeah. And the longest running show in television history, Seinfeld? of course. No, Simpsons. Okay. 35 years, something like something that? Like, yeah. I knew I'd seen this or heard of this Oshay Ole <laughs> in that show. Say the line, Bart. <laughs> Oshay Ole. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> yeah. So, PVL, I can understand why yeah. he had that name on the top of mm. his mind the other night during the Dally M's. Huge Simpsons mm. fan. He'd just PVL. been breathalyzed after watching The Simpsons and then Gladiator. <laughs> uh, it was... Actually, mate, boys, a mate of mine, and I want to get your thoughts on this. A mate of mine mentioned to me today. He goes, "Do you think PVL dressed himself for the Dally M's? Why? 
Well, they didn't think he looked Stop that... Stop having a crack at the saviour. What are you having our a crack at the saviour? Kept rugby league on, on our you screen. You are kidding, aren't you? 0477 You don't know where your bread is buttered. 736. <laughs> yeah, at home, when my <laughs> wife says it so. is. Yeah. <laughs> hey, um, new Bond movie out today, boys. You see this around on the news today in London. No Time to Die was the, the premiere of oh, Daniel Craig's last Bond movie. I wish the Bond, Bond movies movie. would die. What? I wish the Bond movies would die. Are you serious? Oh, horrible. You haven't watched the last, the latest. Like, the last 15 of them have been amazing. <laughs> it's a horrible. The, the 35 <laughs> before that. <laughs> but they've been. Serious? There was an Australian James Bond, you know? Yes. Mm. Yeah. There was. wasn't for long, though. Who was that? I don't know, but there was. George Lazenby. Was not. It was Osha Ole, wasn't it? <laughs> it was. Osha Ole. That's oh, was. sorry. It was. <laughs> it was. I hey, hate the Bond movies. I've, I've only be. seen a couple. Mm. Badge, have you, who was your favourite Bond? Mine, mine was Roger Moore. No. No, too fancy. Uh, oh, look, I think Daniel Craig. Sean Connery was amazing, but I Did think Daniel say, Craig. Are you serious? Daniel Craig. He's outstanding. Wow. He's boring. I'll wow. tell you what. I know who the next one should be. Who? I've sent this to you blokes today. Hugh Jackman. No. Who? No. Have you been watching SAS? Oh, this bloke. Oshay Ole. No, he can't be Bond. No. Uh, Sam Burgess. Oh, the Dan pom. Ewing. Oh, Dan, Dan Ewing. Ewing. Oh, my God. Oh. The, the famous Ollie. actor who's been, <laughs> right. he's had leads. Oh, he's been in everything. What about last night? On, Have you ever seen it? On last seen night, he goes, before. look, I've been in challenging situations. I've been a lead in some films. <laughs> Name three. <laughs> I, I love it. I love when he goes, I've just got to do what's best for Dan Ewing. <laughs> Dan Ewing has to do what's best for Dan Ewing. You are Dan Ewing, you idiot. <laughs> Um, I want to find. I've actually Bond. heard Dan Ewing on Home and Away has been his um, his character's been taken over by a new guy. Oshay Olo. Yeah, he's coming. <laughs> All right, I'm already That's over. Oshay. I don't want to hear Oshay um, anymore. Oh four double seven seven three six seven three six. I know you don't like uh, Bond where's, movies. Nah, Bond's horrible. Where's, where's Wayne tonight? He could do it. Mm. Wayne. Uh, I'm not. I'm not running the desk tonight, boys. So, oh, so. old fast fingers oh, over here is not okay. doing it. Hey, listen. Um, your favourite Your favourite movie, Bond movie. I'd like to hear about those tonight. Oh four double seven seven three six seven three six. And I reckon George Moore easily. So what has brought up this? George again? Moore, the jockey. I'm not George. <laughs> George. <laughs> Roger Moore. You're good. You're good. How do you Jeez, get a job? Honestly, how did you get know. this job? I don't know. I slept my George way. George Moore. I actually did. And I like Sporty Gav already on the text tonight, Sats. He's given up on X. He's sending us Y names for tomorrow night. <laughs> Goldfinger. Yeah, because there's no more Xs. We've got it all yeah, covered. and he says Roger Moore is his favourite Bond. Yeah, good on you. Octopus. Sean Connery. In that, but... I could imagine Sporty Gav sitting Sean on the Connery. couch like Roger Moore mm. with just the cat sitting on his lap, <laughs> you know, in the dressing gown oh. smoking a pipe. In front of a crackling fire. In front of a crackling fire. 35 degrees outside. Yeah. Now, Sean at Lennox on the text line, talking about Petro Sivanaceva. Petrol is 70 cents a litre. He also says Petro fridge and freezer. Oh, there you I go. Can I tell you what, Sean? He was like a freezer to tackle and a fridge. Mm. He was nightmare. I, Absolute I nightmare. Sean, you wouldn't say it to his face. Mm. <laughs> no, you wouldn't. All right, boys, let's um, get into this. Sports Day, Sports Update. Cameron Smith um, had his say today about the incident with those three Melbourne Storm players. Of course, we're referring to Brandon Smith, Chris Lewis and Cam Munster and that video that went around with that white substance. Uh, he said on his radio show today, the captain's run, that he was pretty disappointed. The thing that, that that's disappointing, there's a few things that is disappointing for me, is one, 
now they they put so much heat and spotlight on on the Melbourne Storm as an organisation. They've put so much spotlight on all their current teammates and and the former players because you know we're all. I played my entire career there. Billy Slater played his entire career there. Ryan Hoffman played for the most part of his career there. Same with Cooper Gronk. All these all these wonderful players who, for their entire career, did the right thing. Mm, very true. They made the right choices. Same as same as Matt Guyer and and Steve Kearney and all these guys that that started the club back in '98 when really not many people wanted a club or a franchise in Melbourne. Mm. That's the most disappointing thing and the thing that annoys me. Is mm. Cam in a tunnel? Is he in a tunnel when he's <laughs> He's talking they, there. Uh, who's, he, who's he do that with? Um, Dan and Kemp. Has Dan and Kemp ever disagreed with anything Kemp says? I don't think he has. No. I, I don't, don't think he says. Either. Now, Mickey G from Woodbury says, Evening badge, says woogie woogie. I think your sense of humour and wit is not dissimilar to mine. Now, Munster and Cheese, and that's what we're just talking about with Cam, like them or hate them, it makes Nathan's TikTok dance seem irrelevant now. And for the mm-hmm. weekend, go Bunnies and Roger Moore for me. That's actually a good point, but, and boys. I wanted to raise that with you. They're looking at a possible penalty. Remember we had Peter Bedell on last night. He said two to four weeks and, and was it $20,000? very lean. I reckon it's extremely lean when you compare it to Nathan Cleary's TikTok. Compare, be... it, to, compare it to Mitchell Pearce in Australia a few years ago. Well, I'm hearing forty grand. it would be comparative across their, their contracts, so a percentage of contract. Um, yeah, it's got to be. Yeah, it, it'll. I think they'll come down pretty heavy on them. That's the NRL, but then we've got the club as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think the club will be able to come down on them heavier than what the NRL because you're dealing with the RL Players Association and, and these you know, these grey areas around you know, what can and what can't be tested and they can't test the players during this, what they call their, their annual leave, their they're, off-season. They're talking about doing hair follicle tests now uh, on players. Mm. So that, that, that can, that, that, you know, they could do that down the track and it'll pick up. We'll have lots um, of players that are going to be playing as skinheads for a few months the, before. Their career. Yeah, exactly. They're going to test Mark Nichols. So, Sats, would there be discussions at the Storm about Cam Munster's future or is that. Well, is Brandon Smith comes off at the end of next year, Badge. Cam's, mm. uh, Cam Munster comes off the end of 2023. I, I, I say Cam because he's got a, a bit of a rap sheet. Well, they're both, they're both scallywags, aren't they? And yeah. Um, yeah, there's no excuse for the situation they found themselves in. Now, we've got to remember, the white powdery substance hasn't been tested, won't be tested. We don't, we'll never know what it is. Which, mm. But um, in saying that, uh, what it does do is it, it puts him straight to the, both of them straight to the bottom of the totem pole when it comes to being senior players within their club. Mm. Yeah. All right, listen, we're going to get to a break already, boys. This is Sports what? Day. I know. Thanks to the new Kia Nero electric SUV range, it has landed. When we come back, uh, former Panthers captain. Yes, he was at the Panthers for four years in between two stints at the Broncos. Petro Sivanasiva joins us next on Sports Day. You're listening to Sports Day. Have your say by dropping badge and sats a text. 0477 736 736. That's 0477 736 736. This is Sports Day. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Sports Day. It's a big Wednesday night show tonight. One of the nicest guys in the NRL. In fact, thank uh, you. <laughs> well, oh, okay, sorry. sorry. He's the second nicest guy <laughs> in the NRL. Um, Can I just say before you mention? Oh who no, this okay, is. third nicest guy. No, no, no. <laughs> he, he is a nice guy off the field. Yeah, but on the field, yep. He used to try and damage every other forward as 
much as humanly possible well, that, with this little thing that he called the rabbit killer on his forearm. Oh, really? <laughs> yes. Yeah. All right, well, listen, let's introduce him, the third nicest player ever in the NRL, who did a function with you today as well and surprised a lot of people because they forget he played 74 games with the Panthers in between two stints yep. at the Broncos. Petro Sivaneseva, welcome to Sports Day. Cheers, mate. G'day, lads. Yeah, thanks for coming on, Ball. I really appreciate it, mate, which what is a, a very busy week and, and all about grand finals. And first and foremost, I mean, being a kid that's that's grown up in and around Redcliffe most of your life, uh, how how excited are you that an NRL grand final is going to be in your backyard? Yeah, look, I think uh, all the South East Queensland obviously uh, uh, feel very excited. The fact that, um, you know, uh, our first time in... Oh, well, there's over 100 years that with the grand finals that we've we've actually got a, a game here in Brisbane. So I think uh, we're all fingers crossed that um, Queensland Health are looking down. Yeah, we, and, uh, we hope. Uh, hopefully we're, 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 we're hoping to get it here on, on Sunday. But yeah, look, it is, is going to be an absolute cracking game and um, yeah, it's great in the community, a lot of excitement. Now, you have got an emotional attachment to one of these sides and many think, oh, the Brisbane Broncos aren't playing. But you did. You had a few seasons down at the Penrith Panthers after you left the first time at the Broncos. And, and talking to you today and knowing from experience, it's a, it's a special little community, isn't it, out in the western suburbs? Yes, that's a, obviously, as you know very well, I mean, it's a, it is a, a very proud uh, rugby league community. And um, I was fortunate enough to have four seasons there uh, at the back of... Uh, uh, my stint with the Broncos, 2007. Um, I'd left uh, 2008. Uh, took up my first uh, opportunity there uh, with the Panthers, and um, yeah, I was lucky enough to, to skip the side there for four seasons. And it was a great time. I think, when, you know, reflecting back with my family, we really enjoyed our time there uh, at the foot of the Blue Mountains. Petro, did you realise how strong that that district was before you got there, footy-wise? Yeah, but not no. To be honest, um, obviously I'd heard a lot about you know the, the strength of the, the junior uh, talent out there, and um, you know to, to be playing out in Penrith to, to see it firsthand and to see the, the amount of players that that uh, that region produces, uh, it, it, it is amazing. It, it does blow you away, and uh, I was very fortunate. Uh, it was probably at a time when uh, the Panthers we, we we had been through the struggles, and then. You know, you could see this group of young players sort of starting to emerge, and um, you know, we had the loss of you know Wade Graham and and a host of other young young players there that were just pushing through, and uh, and obviously, um, you know, fast forward, you know, five six years later, uh, you know, a lot of those juniors went on to play first grade, and uh, you know, currently you look at this this current crop of great Panthers players. I mean, they're all local juniors, which I think is a great testament to uh, to the mm. club and to the junior development program they have in the in the region. I'm, I'm pretty sure I know where your heart is, Petro, with, with Penrith, but you've got a really strong connection to the Bunnies in that Wayne Bennett coached you um, for a lot of your career at the Broncos and, and to grand final success. Is there is there a party that wants to see him successful on Sunday as well? Are you, are you all, all in with the Panthers? Oh, look, I am. I'm, I'm all in with the Panthers, uh, unfortunately, there for, uh, for Wayne. But, uh, look, no doubt it's going to be a huge challenge for the Panthers, um, you know, up against... Uh, you know, one of the greatest coach, coaches that the game's ever seen. And, um, you know, obviously the success that he's had throughout his career. Can he do it again? Um, you know, it is going to be a, a big challenge for the Panthers. But in saying that, you know, just the fact that they had to do it the tough way, the hard way, um, they had to do it, endure a lot. Um, and just defensively, they've, they've been fantastic, you know, all through this final series. You know, to know that they're only 
80 minutes away from turning last year's disappointment into bit of grand final glory. Um, mm. I think they'll be primed for a, for a big match, uh, the Panthers boys. Now, you won two premierships, uh, Petro. 98 was your first year, first full season in, in the NRL in first grade. And then, again, you won in 2006. Missed 2000 with a, a broken arm. So, let's look at the 1998 version of Petro Seven Receiver. I think you might have been 21 or 22. <laughs> Just loving playing your first year and going into a grand final. Compared to 2006 Petro Seven Receiver, winning a comp as well. Grand final week. How can you compare the two as a young player and a, and a more experienced player? Yes, yeah, I think, you know, because it came so early to me, I mean, in my debut year, um, to be in an absolute, you know, one of the greatest, I think, uh, you know, part of one of the greatest Bronco sides, you know, ever ever to run around, obviously led by, by Alfie and, and Kevin Walters and, you know, so many great names in the game, Um for that side, I think you know definitely took it for granted. I think um, you know it came very easy, and I think uh, at that time didn't didn't understand you know what it actually takes you know to to, to endure so much throughout the season with your team uh, from preseason all the way to that last game in, in uh, of the year, um, and then obviously to win it, uh, and then you know there was obviously a dry spell for me until you know to 2006, which was really late in my career. I think um, the the lessons learned, you know, we're, we're huge in that. You know, you understand that it t- just takes so much sacrifice, um, hard work, um, you know, and and a bit of luck as well to go your way. And you know, we really stumbled into the the finals in '06. Um, you know, we, we weren't uh, by any means uh, as favoured as Melbourne Storm, but you know what we we did have once we made the final uh, finals was a bit of belief that you know what, let's just start out there, and you never know, we we could actually make it. And um, you know, we had a lot to play for. I guess uh, Darren Lockie and myself and a few other, other senior players were sort of coming towards the back end of their careers. But Shane Luke's last um, NRL season, you know, we really wanted to send him out in a big way. So, um, n- nonetheless, two great experiences. But, yeah, certainly in 1998, took, took things for a, a bit for granted. And then 06 was, was obviously very sweet and able to uh, um, prove a lot of the critics wrong uh, in uh, winning that 98 title. Now, Badge mentioned Wayne Bennett, and you know him, better than most, as does Badge, uh, in his approach to rugby league. Now, everyone on the outside thinks they've got this perception that coaching is, and tactics and strategy is, there's, there's so much that goes into it. Now, just educate the listeners in how simple Wayne will approach this grand final when it comes to his game plan. Yeah, I think that's, that's, that's obviously one of his greatest strengths. You know, the, the bigger the game, the, the more simpler his, his approach. And I think uh, for the playing group, they, they, they definitely appreciate that because of there's so much hype and hysteria going on in the preparation, the lead-up. Um, obviously, things have changed now that we are up in Brisbane, but you know, traditionally, it used to be the grand final breakfast. You'd have your last training session um, in front of the club and all their fans, uh, and then, then you would make your way to Sydney. Um, whereas, I guess, for, for these guys, um, you know, I know with Wayne, he, he just tries to simplify things as much as possible, takes away the drama, but just um, nuff it down to... Every player just you know doing their job uh, and and doing it the very best possible way to be able to to get the very best result uh, as a team and if everyone does that um, you know hopefully you'll come out on the other end as a grand final winner so I think for for, for myself when I look back at Wayne especially in those those bigger games um, you know that was very much his approach and no doubt he'll be doing the same here with South Sydney obviously a lot yeah. of experience in his team but just wants to make it as simple as possible, just get the job done individually and then the rest will take care of itself. 
This this stuff that he's he tossed up a few weeks ago about the Penrith's kick blockers and now now they're talking <laughs> about the trainer being on too long. Is that just typical smokescreen stuff? Is it to take the focus off his players or the, the most the, definitely? The yeah, and I think yeah. we've all, all yeah we've been around Wayne long enough to know that the, the games that he likes to play and, uh, and obviously. Uh, very good at uh, having the last say on, on, on a lot of things, and I think Ivan clearly learnt, learned his lesson there a couple of weeks ago. Um, mm. You know, I think it'll be a very quiet uh, few days for Ivan Clear. I don't think he'll be saying too much, but um, you know, yeah, Wayne Wayne's the, the master manipulator. He, he knows how to uh, to get the very best and how to deflect the attention away from uh, from his players. And um, you know, no doubt he'll be up to his uh, usual tricks in the lead up to uh, to Sunday's game. Mm. There's this. There is something else I've always wanted to ask you, Petro. What was actually in your arm, your rabbit killer arm oh, guard? <laughs> the, just uh, soft yeah, the foam? Rabbit killer was, uh, <laughs> just, it was just soft foam uh, badge, you know. And, uh, soft I remember, foam. Yeah, you know, being, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you remember, uh, you know, working with you, badge, I mean, you'd always just check it before every game, mate, make sure that, uh, you know, everything was good to go. Now, mate, Petro, was, can you was, confirm nor deny, can you confirm nor deny to the <laughs> listeners that you used to put the rabbit killer on your forearm after the referees checked everyone's boots? Yeah, you're right. That's, that's, that's exactly what would happen. <laughs> oh, you used, right. no, no. used to sneak your head through a tackle, and all of a sudden you get just this... Just a little massage. Just, you get this... Just a little massage on the forehead. You, yeah. get, <laughs> you get this hard thing that across your cool. nose, and all your eyes would water up, and you just hear... You'd say, is that you, Buller? And you'd just hear this little giggle in your ear. It's... <laughs> all right. Um, now, when you watch the game on Sunday, and if, if Penrith are to win the game... Who's got to be the standard? Outside Nathan, the most obvious. Is there another player, Petro, that you're looking at that, that needs to really stand up? Yeah, look, I'll probably look to their forwards. I think they've been tremendous, I think, to the Panthers. I think, um, you know, Isaiah Yeo is an amazing skipper, um, just the way he's led this team. And, um, you know, he's, he's yeah, a, a, a real standout as a leader. Um, you know, uh, I think, you know, Cape will kick out. Um, you know the front rowers. I think it'll really come down to, to those guys winning the middle third. I think if they can they can get on top and and lay a real good platform um, uh, for for Loy and uh, for Cleary, I think um, you know that they'll go a long way towards winning this game. Um, I think they've been super impressive. But you know, again, when you look at both packs, I think there's there's a, there's going to be a real good battle there. So um, yeah, it'll come down to those guys. But uh, you know. Um, I was lucky enough to work with uh, you know Viliama Kikio in the in the 2013 I think World Cup uh, um, you know uh, side for the Fiji Bati and he's just a dynamic player and so I'm mm. hopefully that uh, he can bring out his best um, in, on a big occasion on Sunday. Yeah, Petro, no doubt if um, if if they can get the job done, but um, you, you know about those those nerves can can, can nerves just ruin a side or do you think given that they lost last year? Um, they're in a much better place, the Panthers. Yeah, I was thinking about that. I think just that hurt and disappointment from last year, uh, you know, losing uh, in, in such uh, on, on a big stage like that uh, definitely has helped carry them this year. I think, you know, you can see their performances, their consistency that they played with uh, throughout the season. I think we'll steal them for, for a big performance. Um, you know, they don't want to go back there. That, that hurt is there. and But oh. I think that realisation, they're only 80 minutes away from uh, righting the wrongs of last year. Um, you know, they deserve it, and, uh, you know, they've been fantastic all year. Now, Petro, before we let you go, um, I was talking today and met your four beautiful children who are all growing up now. So can you... Um, I was talking about your eldest daughter, daughter Tallulah. 
She's 17 and some pretty exciting news for the family, wasn't there? Yeah, she's just uh, a keen softballer. Um, she's been fortunate enough to play uh, softball, um, uh, some rep softball uh, for Queensland for Australia and uh, been on a few tours and uh, yeah, got an opportunity now to uh, head over to the States. She's uh, been offered a, a full scholarship um, in Texas um, uh, for the next few years, which is really exciting. Um, I guess for any parent, you know, when you, you uh, your kids finish grade 12, there's always that uncertainty about, you know, that next step and leaving school. But, um, you know, it's a wonderful opportunity. And, um, yeah, she'll start that in August next year. So um, she's uh, really excited. Um, and uh, she, she, she's got a chance to have a look at the college system before when she tra- uh, travelled there. Uh, before COVID, so um, she just knows how big the sport is over there. So, yeah, very exciting news for her. That's great. That is great. How good will it be when you go and visit her and you get the ribs, the ribs in Texas? (laughs) Unbelievable. Yeah, Yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to it. But, um, yeah, it'll be, as I said, a really exciting opportunity for her. And uh, I think for for mum and dad, I think we're we're really keen to get over there to to visit and watch her play. Oh, that'll be good. And she'll become a uh, Dallas Cowboys uh, supporter too, Petro? I'd say so, yes, most definitely. But I tell you what, it's, it's been a bit tough. They grew up in Penrith, so I was telling Sats they oh. were all owners of Penrith jerseys. Yeah, Penrith so fans. It's, uh, it's, a bit, ah. it's a bit uneasy when I uh, when I take them to the Broncos game and I've got four kids wearing, wearing Panthers gear, so it's a bit <laughs> tough. But and, nonetheless, yeah. And apparently there's this um, tradition over in the colleges that um, that you've, you've got to take your dad to the frat parties as well. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you imagine? I don't think, I don't think Bonnie will be too Star happy Rocky. about that. Imagine <laughs> Petro being Frank the Tank. Petro, 7-7. Yeah. Good luck on Sunday uh, to the Panthers. Not too much good luck uh, as they take on the mighty South Sydney Rabbitohs, but it should be a cracker <laughs> of a grand final, mate. Thanks for your time on Sports Day. Cheers, fellas. Thanks very much. All right, lads, time for a break on Sports Day. Hey, listen, are we... I told you he's a nice guy, hey? Yeah, he's too nice. I even yeah. felt uh, bad saying go to the bunnies. But, hey, listen, can we can we make a rule? Are we going to ban sayings like the... Uh, the cracker. Mi- and middle third? Middle third and cracker. And what's the other thing? Mm. The fourth and defender? Or on the a and defender. no one between now and Sunday, <laughs> no one mentioned the big dance. Okay, oh. so we're banning the big dance... Cracker of a game. Middle Cracker, third. Middle third. Middle third. And, and A defender. A, B and C defender. Yep. Right, got it. Mm. Okay. Mm. Better not get Cooper Cronk on. <laughs> and you're not doing it for the boys. Right, okay. Oh, this is too much. Well, who are we going to talk to? <laughs> I don't know. We're just going to have crickets. Let's get to a break on Sports Day. Thanks to the new Kia Nero. Welcome back to Sports Day. Badge and Sats. Wednesday night, four more sleeps to the grand final. The Panthers taking on the Rabbitohs. 7.30 daylight savings time. On Sunday night, and boys, I that thought could, I'd that, turn that, the mic on, mate. You're right. That could uh, catch a few people off guard. Yes, yeah, six thirty mm. Queensland time, seven thirty New South Wales mm. uh, in Victorian time, and whatnot. Boys, uh, there's been some great grand finals over many, many, many decades, and I thought I'd get you guys tonight to give us some of your favourite moments, and we'd like our listeners to get involved as well. Oh four double seven seven three six seven three six. What are your great grand final moments? Sats, do you want to kick it off? Can I say now, and I want to pick Badger's brain about this, maybe not not in this segment, maybe a little bit later on, but this is one of the great calls, I thought, in the 89 grand final. And no, it's not the the winning try, but is it from a Balmain player. But I love this. This is just before halftime, Badge, but I love this call as well. I hated it. Short blindside, they've got some room. Courier's quick. Gets the kick in over the head of Belcher. 
bouncing, and Grant's there. He passes infield for Courier. This will be incredible. Surinan charging, charging. They won't stop him. What a try. What a rugby league try in a grand final. Yeah, Paul Surinan scoring before half-time badge. And um, what was it at half-time? Can you remember? Was it 12-2? 12-2 sats, but, um, yeah, I didn't, I wasn't very happy about that. Um, well, it wasn't your fault. It was a horrible bounce. But, I mean, I, I love the call of Graham Hughes. It was a great call, the Ciro well, try. But it was yeah, 12 look, at half time in a grand final. It's a fair lead. It was mm. back then. Not not so much now. No. It, was, it was a good lead. It was a strong lead. It was, you know, virtually almost two converted tries in front. And that was often enough. You know, there were some really low-scoring grand finals prior to that. So, um, yeah, we were lucky to come back. So my favourite moment, well, one of them has to be, the uh, the last try of the match scored by uh, Steve Jackson. Don't happen to the uh, the audio, the audio then. There. Well, that that was um, there was of course the helicopter call from above. Yeah, yeah, so true. I think that <laughs> it was the toilet call. Yeah, true. Yeah, they were they yeah. were up in the chopper. Oh, there's a great story behind that. And, Badge, you've told it before, haven't you, that, that Steve Jackson wasn't even part of the grand final breakfast. He was back at another hotel. He didn't stay with the team, did he? No. Um, he was with the trainers I, back at the hotel when you No, he stayed with... back at the hotel. We, so we had a squad of, you know, I don't know, 17, 19 or something, and um, he didn't even make that. So he just stayed back, and he never thought he was going to get on the field. He he just um, sitting on the bench. Um waiting to see how it played out. And all of a sudden, Tim Sheen said, um, I'm going to put you on. So mm. he said he didn't have time to think about it and get nervous because he wasn't <laughs> even thinking he was going on. All of a sudden, he's out there in the middle of the action. Now, I thought the um, 1997 year, which was the ARL and the Super League year, and I remember where I was watching this grand final. We'd played in the finals for the Gold Coast Chargers. And then I remember we were watching this game at the casino on the Gold Coast. And right on full time, one of the great moments, I thought, in, in grand final history, this happened. Unbelievable. What a play, yeah. yeah. Most people thought he'd be trying to work in to try to get a field goal. I think the field goal, they were only down by a point, weren't they? Yeah. Newcastle, but he ended up setting up Darren Albert for that try. Matty and, Johns uh, had had a shot and crazy. a shade. And, and Andrew Johns tells a story when the ball comes out to the right-hand side and um, he looks up and sees John Hopawati at marker and he knew that a winger at marker will always chase out to where the kicker was going to be. So when he saw yeah. Hopawati at marker, he knew if I went down the short side, I'd be half a chance. I remember when it happened, everyone went, no, what are you doing? Oh, great, great work, Joey. Yeah, yeah it's one of yeah. the great finishes. What about you, Woogie? You, you're talking about 1994 grand final. Canberra scored, and it was Mal Meninga's oh, last Mal game. Meninga. Yeah. Mal Meninga. This was yeah, an outstanding try. try by Big Mal. Have a listen. Out for Paul Amanda, pushed on for Jason Smith. Intercepted by Meninga. That was my Amazing. favourite part when the Australian captain scores a try in the grand final. Oh, Fatty's just saying, Fatty's easy on go big fella. Yeah, go big. <laughs> now one of the outstanding, one of the most beautiful athletes I think we've seen in rugby league. One of the most balanced runners. Uh, one of the most balanced runners I ever saw was Steve Rogers, and I only saw footage of Steve Rogers. But then 
Uh, one of the guys I've been able to see live, fortunate enough, and play against, but his moment in the 1992 grand final from 80 or 90 metres out was one of the great grand final tries. Langer away for Renoff. Renoff, we haven't seen much of him today. Now take a look at him as he crosses the halfway. They won't catch him. He's heading for the corner and he's over. Renoff makes it 22 points to four. Yeah, it's beautiful. And don't you love runner. it that they, they shifted the ball from right inside, almost on their own try line. Willie Kahn brought the a ball back. Remember from the in goal, he had a, it was a courageous yeah. run to get back. And Kevy ran in and pushed Kerrod Walters out of dummy half so he could fire the ball to, yeah. to Alfie. Yeah, great moment. Away they went. And one of the ama- most amazing finishes we've ever seen was that 2015 grand – was it 2015 grand final? Mm-hmm. It was. Uh, Cowboys up against the, uh, the Broncos. The first grand final golden point. Thurston to choose from with Coote. He hits it. He's got it. He's got the field goal. He's got the premiership. He has gone from a captain to a legend and probably rugby league immortality. All right. What's your great uh, grand final moment? 0477 736 736 is our text number. We've got to get to a break. This is Sports Day for the new Kia Nero electric SUV range. It has landed when we come back. News headlines. And boys, have your That's Ridiculous ready on Sports Day. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. For Kia, the new Kia Nero electric SUV range has landed. Sports Day news headlines for Polaris, Australia's number one off-road vehicle brand. Get ready if you're listening in Queensland. Our bus, boss Hutchie is listening. Sounding great, lads. Listening on uh, 10.53 in Brisbane. Thanks, Hutchie. Uh, parts of Queensland are bracing for drenching as dangerous supercell thunderstorms begin to make their way into the nation's eastern states. The storm season is set to arrive along Australia's eastern, sea- eastern seaboard from Wednesday with giant hail and destructive wind gusts expected to wreak havoc in northern New South Wales and southeast Queensland. Isn't it funny whenever there's hail, people say it's the size of golf balls? How come it's always the size of golf balls? Mm. Well, if you get cricket balls... It's too You're in trouble. You, you, no one's going to survive that. Yeah. It's expected um, to be the biggest this- September rain in five years with up to 50 millimetres forecast across a number of uh, states down the eastern seaboard. We used to get these really heavy thunderstorms around February, late January, February mm-hmm. in, in Queensland, Brisbane, southeast Queensland. But um, yeah, it's all over the place now, isn't it? This would be heavy. Yeah. Now, Queensland's latest COVID outbreak has spread to the Gold Coast. Two new cases infectious in the community for days. And the Ooh. chief health officer says she's uncomfortable with the situation. As you would be. Uh, yeah. Get range of confidence for the price of a quad. Visit your local Polaris dealer today. Come on, that's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. There's got to be an investigation into this. This has got to be, someone's got to be accountable for this. Now, we've just uh, got confirmation here from uh, our boss, Hutchie. Can confirm it's raining in inner Brisbane. So it started. Ooh. It started. There goes the uh, the cricket tomorrow. Oh, well, anyway, oh yeah, the, the day the, night. The day night. You've got tickets to that, will you too, haven't you? No, I'm working tomorrow. No, I'm going to go Saturday. Okay. We've got Meg Lanning, the captain, coming up. Yep, so as well. All right, boys, what's your that's ridiculous? Well, I want to tell you guys, I had an experience last night. Like, I'm just shattered. I, you know, we finish, um, and we, we watch SAS, as I think a lot of people do. And in the ad break, we flick to the block. But my wife was in charge of the remote at this point because right. sort of halfway through. 
and accidentally flicked onto, I can't believe I'm saying this, <laughs> the masked singer. Oh, what is going on? Come yeah. on, that's ridiculous. I think I was the only person in Australia watching it. Does anyone watch it? 500,000 people watch it, Badge. They don't. No. They can't. Come on. For what? For how long? Oh, I don't know, mate. That's you the can't. biggest member we spoke to Rob McKnight about that. It's horrible. 500,000 of them. Can you name seconds of it that I Can you name three of the characters? Well, you've said a giant kebab. There's There's one. There's a giant pavlova. I only know the food (laughs) ones. All right, and I think there's a giant cow. Come on, that's ridiculous. Oh yeah, there is a hot dog. I think as well. Yeah, and a a giant French fries packet. Come on, that's ridiculous. Do you think it's the unpredictability and people just, you know, suspicious about what? Was under there. You know, you know how a lot of kids go to the footy just because they want to. They don't even watch the game; they just want to watch the mascot. Mascot. I think it's just about yeah, mascot right. watching. Mm. Uh, now, my that's ridiculous. Is uh, one of my favourite boxers of all time. You know how much I love my boxing guys. Uh, Manny Pacquiao, the great Filipino, has hung up his gloves. Forty-two years of age, and he's the only wow. person to win titles. Get this in eight separate divisions. Come on, yeah. that's ridiculous. What? Featherweight up to heavyweight. A bantamweight all the way up, yeah. To where? To heavyweight. There's uh, well, only, how many divisions are there? Yeah, so well there's there's some of the some of the boxing organizations have got uh, you know, your your welterweight and then your um your featherweight, bantamweight, uh then they've got they'll have a lightweight and fly, yeah, so he's gone Flea through weight. from a sixteen year old who was too light to fight. Um, left home at a very early age, put rocks in his pockets to to make the right no weight. Way. Uh, for his very first fight as a 16-year-old in the pros. Uh, yeah, so eight divisions he's won world titles in. Yeah, well, and he's he's actually he's, um, he's running for president. He's running for pre- – yeah. Yeah. In, uh, Come on, that's ridiculous. That is ridiculous. It's not ridiculous. Now, just my last one. If you've ever wished mm. there was a snack that tasted like your favourite fast food. My favourite fast food is Hungry Jack's. Oh, yeah. McDonald's. Mine's the family bucket from KFC. KFC. All yeah. of them, yeah. <laughs> so if you're a KFC fan, guess what? You're in luck because, the sh- you know, the shapes aren't its shapes. Yep. I love the pizza shapes. I had a box last night when I got home. Yeah. Now, they've got the new fried chicken flavour. It's been likened, get this, to the Colonel Sanders famous recipe. Come on, that's ridiculous. No way. What? No, no the way. The secret herbs and spices. No one knows the secret or herbs that, and spices. is that the all-beef patty thing? What is... No, it's all beef patties, special sauce. There's 12 cheese. secret herbs and spices. Yeah. No one knows what it is. Well, what, what are they? I don't know. One of them's parsley. And the other it's one Parsley, to be sage, paprika. rosemary, and what? thyme. I know that song. That's okay. part of it. It's not a song. Um, <laughs> hey, listen. Come on, that's ridiculous. We're going to go to a break. This is Sports Day. The all new Kia Nero electric SUV range available as a hybrid, plug in hybrid, and full electric. We'll get to your text messages shortly on 0477. 736 736 and the Aussie cricket captain Meg Lenning joins us soon here on Sports Day. You're listening to Sports Day. Have your say by dropping badge and sats a text 0477 736 736. That's 0477 736 736. This is Sports Day. We'll be right back. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply.